The Internet's most listened to talk radio network, VoiceAmerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show, and a hello to all of my listeners, my great listeners who have really made this show as successful as it has become. I thank you so much, because I know that you too are dedicated to seeing quality of life for all people with disabilities, and really, that is what it's all about. I also want to say a special hello to two of my very dear friends, one, Yoshiko Dart. I want to tell her again how happy I am that she's feeling well and doing so well because we all love you, Yoshiko, and we need you here in the United States. And the second is to Andy Imperato. You know, he's doing such a great job as the CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities. And if you aren't involved with that group or a member of that group, you should be by going to aapd-dc.org. And last but not least, one more time, I have to tell you how excited we are at the Epilepsy Foundation to have Tony Quello as our chairman. You all know that I'm the secretary of the board, but wow, it's a whole new world having the author of the ADA as our chairman, and we are so excited about that. It's all about communication. It's all about getting information out to people with disabilities, and that is why we are so excited today to have someone on our show that's going to talk to us about that communication, and that would be Keith Landry, the president of EnabledOnline.com. And, Keith, welcome to our show. Joyce, thanks so much for uh, having me. Hope you're hanging in there in Pittsburgh. I'm in Orlando today, and we've got lots of heat and lots of sunshine, kind of a sweltering one down here today. Yes, and we are not like that in Pittsburgh. So we're all <laughs> jealous of you in Pittsburgh. Because oh. as someone said to me today, it's easy for us to predict the weather. It's either rain in the spring, summer, or snow in the winter. It's not hard <laughs> for us to guess what we're going to get. But we are delighted to have you on the show. But first, Keith, many of our listeners throughout the world may not be familiar with EnabledOnline.com. So could you first talk a little bit about the mission, what you're trying to accomplish? Yeah, EnabledOnline.com was um, it was an experiment, really. I, my first career is in television news. I've been a TV news anchor and reporter for 15 years all over the country. And about five years ago, I started the site as an experiment to see how we could help people with disabilities online. And also how television news and the Internet were going to converge. Back then, about five years ago, we thought this would happen a lot quicker than it has. So this was an experiment to figure out how can we help some people online who could use some help and what is going on between the convergence of television and the Internet. Now, along the way, we've learned a whole lot, no doubt. We've done about 550 stories. Um, our resources page now has about 250 links to useful online resources for people with disabilities, and we continue to grow the site and make it a, uh, try to make it have more appeal to a, a wider cross-section of our disability community. 
Okay, so my, and that is phenomenal, but I have to ask you why. Why did you do this? Well, you know, it's interesting. People ask me about that all the time. What is your passion for this disability issue? And I think that at some point in our lives, we all know somebody who either has a disability or is affected by a disability. I can tell you that when I started this site, my mom's health was perfectly good. And at this point, she's fully disabled with a heart-lung condition that's left her unable to work and on uh, oxygen full-time. When I started this site, my best friend's son wasn't born yet, but now he's born and he has autism. Um, you know, I look back on my life, one of my grandmothers had diabetes, the other one had breast cancer. Uh, I have an uncle who has a mental health disability. So I think that as you look through your lives, it doesn't, you don't have to look very far to find someone who has a disability, and I think that these issues affect all of us. Oh, and I think I we need to do more to try to help people. I agree. I agree so much. But I guess what I'm curious about is, remember you said several years ago you founded this because mm-hmm. as a sort of an experiment. Right. I mean, what made you even think of that? What made you even think of doing this with people with disabilities? Well, it's partially an issue of compassion. I mean, being in the media, being in television news for 15 years, I'm still amazed at the inability of the media, the, both the press the uh, printed media and television and radio, I'm going to make your show an exception, but in general, uh, the media does an awful job of covering disability issues and raising awareness about disability issues that affect 20% of the population or more. And we just want to see what we could do to raise awareness and, and kind of put this on the radar screen a little bit of the media. Um, to this day, I, I sit in news meetings every afternoon where we talk about story ideas and what story stories we're going to cover for Central Florida. And I have a tough time getting these stories through past the decision makers because it's not really on their radar screen. I hear people using terms like handicapped and crippled and wheelchair bound all the time in the media. People who are supposed to be experts on communication and awareness and issues still are getting this wrong. So we feel uh, there's a level of importance. We feel there's a need to, to work on this a little bit and, and make these changes. <clears throat> well, was it? Did you meet someone that, that caused you to think of doing this? Or is it it's just that one day you just thought of this just from for really no specific reason? Well, I wouldn't say for no specific reason. I think intelligent news, you are blessed when you're a reporter because you get to go out and meet folks from all over the community. And I've worked all over the country and in, in each place. I've met some amazing folks with disabilities. And, and I guess uh, you could say one day I finally said, well, why don't we just try to do this experiment? And, you know, I'm glad we did because five years later we'll be celebrating our fifth anniversary on Memorial Day. And uh, five years later we, we have a site that, that we uh, have people from all around the world sending stories to and sending us links to useful sites. And we actually are debuting um, our, a brand-new book based on the site. And I'd like to talk about that at some point during the next hour. Well, it, let me just say, Keith, I want to tell you, it's just so astonishing to me that you would do this not for the reason that, A, you have a disability, your wife, son, daughter, someone had a disability, mm-hmm. or, or, and, you know, kudos to you, but that's rare. So, yeah. you know, that is really great that you did this, but very few people do very much in the disability area unless they have some personal 
thing. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's, I, I'm really sorry to say that because I am one of those people I'm talking about. Right. Had I not had that accident 20 years ago, mm-hmm. that it, which is when I found out I had epilepsy. Right. <clears throat> but if that had not happened to me, you know, I really wouldn't have thought of starting a company, hiring people with disabilities that mm-hmm. led to, you know, this radio show and everything else sure. should happen with it. And that's why I always tell people, don't let that be you. Right. And, Joyce, I want to take one second just to to thank you for all the work you've done, your work to help folks with disabilities find employment and better themselves is remarkable. I was reading your bio. I, I saw everything on there about how you won the uh, New Freedom Initiative Award in 2003, one of the highest awards that comes out of the White House, the uh, award from the National Epilepsy Foundation, and a whole bunch of others. If people go to your website, they will uh, get a look at your bio, and your track record is really quite remarkable, and I want to thank you for your leadership. Well, that's very nice of you to say, and I am really living this every day, but as I said, you know, something happened to me that made that happen. That's why when I meet people like you, I'm so excited. And may I say, we need more people in the media like you. Because that is, what you said is so true. It is absolutely true that the media is not informed, that they use all the wrong terminology. You know, they just really need education, and they also need to put us on the radar screen. So, And and we're going to put some focus on that in the coming months and years. In in my new book, which is called Enabled in Words, there's a story written by a television news anchor in Columbia, South Carolina. Her name is Susan Auday. She's been on the air there at the NBC affiliate in Columbia, South Carolina for more than 20 years. She is a wheelchair user. the station handles that in a very tactful way. They don't try to hide that wheelchair, and they don't try to promote it either. This is just who Susan is. She's a very popular, successful, effective television news anchor who happens to be a wheelchair rider. And she's written a, a story in the new book called Disabling Language. And this is the very thing that she's talking about, this issue of how the media really needs to learn how to cover these issues in the right way and how, in her opinion, and I think I agree with her, it's really up to people in the community to lead that change. It's really up to folks with disabilities to gently correct someone because they realize that it's out of ignorance rather than out of something that is malicious or cold-hearted. Well, when we come back from this break... I'm going to have you tell everyone again a little bit more about your book so they'll know how they can get that book if they want to. Right now, this is Joyce Bender, and we're talking to Keith Landry, president of EnabledOnline.com, a person who is in the news media who really gets it. We'll be right back. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their
their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Have you put down the morning paper in disgust because they weren't reporting what you wanted to read? Have you wondered why there aren't more women's voices in the news? Well, so have I, and we're about to change that. This is former Minnesota State Senator Ember Ricegott-Young. I hope you'll join me for a new radio show every Thursday all about women on the move. We'll look at what's missing in the news, the issues often ignored in mainstream media, like how does Social Security reform really affect women? Why is the Department of Labor proposing to stop collecting workforce data on women? What role will women play in Iraq's new government? We'll create that debate right here. The Ember Rice Scott Young Show will have prominent women you know and inspiring women you don't know. We'll share stories of women's leadership, courage, and vision. We just need you to be part of the conversation. So join us for the Ember Rice Scott Young Show every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. It's all about you, women on the move, on voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back to the show, and we're talking to Keith Landry, who is the president of EnabledOnline.com and a professional news anchor with years of experience. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But first, I wanted to talk again to Keith about the book that he has coming out. Do you want to talk about that again, Keith, the name of the book and a little bit more about it? You bet. This this book, we are so pleased with it, Uh, uh, Enabled Online is a company that's based here in Orlando now. It was initially founded in Columbia, South Carolina when I lived there. There's one by the name of Sarah Lopez who has a daughter who has a heart defect and has uh, had eight heart surgeries and is probably going to have to undergo another one or two in the next few years. Uh, myself and, and a gentleman by the name of uh, Michael Boswell, who is an attorney who's dyslexic, who uh, does advocacy work for special education for children, and a gentleman by the name of Yuta Pradama, who's our technical genius uh, based up in Saginaw, Michigan. The four of us are, are running this effort. And uh, we've got this new book that we just came out with. It's called Enabled in Words. We've had it back from the printer for about 10 days now. It's brand new. Um, we're very excited about it. It's a, a collection of stories from the website, Enabled Online, and some new stories as well. And it's part inspirational, part political. 
there are stories in there about health and recreation. There are stories from overseas. Uh, there are stories about courageous folks who have overcome some serious challenges in their lives uh, to better themselves and help others despite the challenges they face every day. And one of the things I'm most excited about this book, and Joyce, I, I really thank you for giving me some time to talk about it a little bit here with you. Chapter 2 in this book is called Powerful Voices for Disability Rights. And what we've got in this chapter is a collection of stories written by grassroots leaders, the folks all across America who are leading the largest and some of the most well-established uh, disability rights groups in the country have written stories in here. We have stories from uh, Ms. Dart. Justin Dart's widow has a, something in here that she wrote for us. There, the foreword on this book is written by Max Cleland, and I think that mm-hmm. his uh, resume speaks for itself. I don't need to go into that. Uh, Senator Tom Harkin has a story about our unfinished agenda in terms of uh, taking the Americans with Disabilities Act to the next level. The Honorable James Brady has a story in there called A Part of the Circle, basically talking about how he had no intention of becoming a part of the circle that is the disability community, but now here he is, and he's working hard to make things better. We've got another story in this chapter, too, called Clearing Hurdles, which is written by Dick Thornburg, and I think his credentials speak for themselves as well. Uh, Andrew Imperato has written a story called Civil Rights Hanging by a Thread, and he's focused on the way that the courts have rolled back the rights of the Americans with Disabilities Act. So he's talking about that. And Janine Bertram Kemp, the widow of Evan Kemp, who is, as you know, intimately involved with the foundation of the ADA, uh, she writes about him and what his role was in history. There's another gentleman, Greg Smith, who... uh, has a comparable radio show to yours and is a, quite a disability rights advocate as well. He spoke, he speaks about the future and all that he has seen in his life and, and what he's excited about for the future. And then there's a gentleman by the name of Jim Ward. Myths about, about the ADA persist many years later. So there's, there's about a, there's a good number of writers in that chapter of the book and we're really excited about the response we're getting to that chapter and to the book. We find that folks who either don't have a disability or don't have a direct connection to the disability rights movement are reading that chapter in the book and saying, wow, I never thought about accessibility issues. I never thought about public transportation or getting a wheelchair into a restaurant. And and they're happy that they're able to learn something through it. Well, you know, first of all, the people you have in there, tremendous. Uh, Dick Thornburg and Jenny have been on my radio show. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so has Andy Imperato, and I, dear Dart Yoshiko's daughter, has been on the show. And all those people you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you were talking about that, in my office I have a shadow box. I was at a gala at Dreddoff several years ago where Tony mm-hmm. Quello was the auctioneer, mm-hmm. and I just had to have this shadow box that included <laughs> the ADA, a f- photograph of President Bush, at the signing, one of his pens, you know, a ticket for the ADA ceremony. Wow. Uh, but, but the other thing it had is it had the notes from Evan Kemp. You know, wow. when he had crossed out what he was going to say and changed it, all of this was donated by his wife. Wow. Janine so, is a wonderful uh, woman and a good friend, and I hope she's listening today. Janine, if you are listening, hello. 
Well, if you are listening, Janine, that shadow box and that, all of that information you donated is in my office, and it is one of my prized possessions. The funny story I have there is when we left Washington, D.C., we were, you know, we had flown down, but I had to know, is this going to be safe, you know, going back sure. uh, with the, you know, flight, we, I mean, yeah, with our flight, and they said they couldn't guarantee it, so we rented a van and drove back because I didn't want anything to happen to this. Mm, so, that is excellent. Now, you've got a major, that's a major piece of American history right there that could even be in the Smithsonian. Yes, I know. I mean, that's so how essential that piece of history is. Yes, I am very proud. I am so proud of I have it right here in my office. But that is tremendous. Now, here's my next question. Yeah. If any of our listeners want to purchase this book, how do they do that? Yeah, they can buy it right through the website at this point. They can go to uh, enabledonline.com, and um, on the top page there, they'll see a banner that basically uh, lets folks know how to get the book. Uh, it is 19.95, and one thing that we're doing to try to make a difference is uh, some of the money from every purchase of each book will go to a disability nonprofit group. Um, if there are leaders from disability groups all across the country that are nonprofit, they can go to the site and they'll find a form on there online where they can register to get proceeds from the book when it's sold. Um, we have what's called a referral menu, and as people go online to buy the book online, they can just pop up that referral menu and click on the uh, organization that they want to get the, the money that's you know going from the sales back to the community. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And you know what we'll do is we're going to get you somehow linked to also to the vendor site so that's that kind of we can refer people back to your site and especially mention that book because that is the more information that we can get out. Mm. You know, I tell people all the time, knowledge is power. Absolutely. Knowledge is power. So we have a question for you here, Jim. I was in Denver a few weekends ago at the National Board of Epilepsy Foundation board meeting, and we were with people across the United States. And mm -hmm. as you know, um, I, I think I mentioned to you that AAPD and the Epilepsy Foundation, all of them and the Federal Department of Labor send out uh, a press release or notification about our show. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them know ahead of time who's going to be on. And a question I have for you from uh, Mary in Denver mm -hmm. is, Mr. Landry, this is wonderful what you're doing with EnabledOnline.com. Could you tell me why so many television shows today, comedy, sitcoms, frequently make fun of people with disabilities and it's considered okay? Since you're in the media, I am interested in hearing your opinion. That's Sign a great Mary. question. It's a great question. It's a very relevant question, of course, for our society today. You may remember a few years ago, Nike had that horrendous public relations disaster with an ad that they did um, that was just completely appalling. Yes. And it is absolutely astonishing that that uh, that would have been maybe back in the year 2002 or 2003, that in a society as sophisticated as ours, that people who do media and do public relations could be that ignorant, you know? I mean, this this is literally astonishing to me. But unfortunately, and, and me, I'm sure yeah. all of you listeners remember this because I'm not kidding you. Thousands and thousands of people with disabilities sent email to Nike. This was the ad that was an outdoor magazine or some magazine with Correct. shoes saying, you know, if you don't have this, 
you could end up like this, and it's so many, and it really was terrible. It was awful. Making making fun, you know, of like someone who would be in a wheelchair, so to speak. Right. Making fun of someone who is disabled. In other words, sort of saying you could end up to be like this, you know, terrible cripple. The gist of it was, I almost think they used the word doomed. Mm. You know, it it was awful. And, And so the point I'm trying to make is that, yeah, your question's completely relevant to the woman from Denver. This is where we still are in 2005. This is this is a, the fact that people who aren't directly touched by these issues never give it a second thought, when yet tomorrow evening any one of us could be in a car wreck that, that would have us joining the community of folks with disabilities in an instant. You know what I mean? Yes. So here's my question. How did that ad get passed? And a, a multi-billion-dollar company. I'm sure they like review ads before they're mm-hmm. released. How mm-hmm. the heck did that happen? Uh, the only thing I come up with on that would be a whole bunch of ignorant folks who just didn't get it. You know, just it didn't even occur to them how much damage that ad might do and how insensitive it really is. And and that's the very heart of the issue here is the fact that we live in a society where public awareness about disability issues is still surprisingly low where the use of language about disability issues is still surprisingly inappropriate and where the need to get the media and just the public in general and business owners to think about the ADA and compliance with accessibility issues is still uh, lacking as well. You know, one comment I would make to this listener is also that, as Keith mentioned, you know, there's 54 million of us. Right. It's just too bad we aren't all united, because if we were, this would be so overpowering, this group. Right. But there are 54 million of us. If a group, a small group, a small percentage of that group, which would be several million, would write every time they see this to that TV station, mm-hmm. you know, or to the company like Nike, whomever mm-hmm. it is, because, or, and also send something to um, enabledonline.com. Sure, we would be glad to post that. I mean, that's what you've got to do. You've got to work with these groups where we can make something happen. And this is Joyce Bender. We are talking to someone who is trying to change the way the media presents people with disabilities, the president of EnabledOnline.com, Keith Landry. This is Joyce Bender, and you're listening to The Voice of VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be back. Bringing the world together. You're listening to America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., 
and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Did you realize that most states in our country consider assisted food and fluids artificial life support? Did you know that food and water could be taken away from you if you suffer a brain injury or a stroke and cannot speak for yourself? Did you know that denying food and fluids causes a patient tremendous physical harm, hallucinations, pain, distress, and seizures before they finally die of dehydration and starvation? And did you know that this can be done to you without your consent? The United States Congress is considering an act that would give disabled and incapacitated Americans federal review protections against such outrageous mistreatment, cruelty, and forced death. You can help. Please visit us online to learn how you can join the fight to save the lives of innocent Americans at terrysfight.org. That's www.terrysfight.org. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or her guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back. We're talking to Keith Landry, the president of EnabledOnline.com, but in addition to the work he does there, also an anchorman in Florida for Fox 35 in Orlando, Florida. You know what? And let's just take a few minutes so our listeners know about that. This, that is your other job. Right, that's the full-time one. (laughs) And, you know, it's fun. It's such a great job. TV news, being in the media, it's a privilege. Um, You you get to meet so many interesting people and help raise awareness on a wide variety of issues. And, you know, the timing on this interview today is interesting in that last night I was uh, doing a story about the search here in Central Florida for a missing woman with Alzheimer's disease. So uh, we, we do find that these disability issues clearly affect all of us every single day all across America, all across the world. Uh, this woman from New Jersey had come down for her granddaughter's high school graduation, which is scheduled for Thursday, and she has Alzheimer's, and she left the house on Sunday, and they still haven't found her. And so we see that these issues, you know, folks who who say, well, I don't know anyone who's disabled, or I'm not disabled, or, you know, I don't know much about that. Well, it's time to learn because these issues are affecting all of us every single day, Joyce. They are. And we also say a special prayer that they find that woman. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's it's been very, very hot down here the last three days, and and so uh, the prayers are probably in order. Yeah. Well, you know, how do you handle... 
when you're in the when you are in the media, you are also seeing frequently, unfortunately, the bad news. Because as yeah. you well know, you know it's often the accidents, deaths, terrible things like that that are on TV. How do you handle that? Yeah, you're right, and that is challenging. Um, you know, and that's why a lot of folks have negative images of the media. We, there's always room for improvement in our coverage and our perspective and our efforts to raise awareness on important issues. I can tell you one of the things that I'm blessed to be able to do is that I host a public affairs show here in Central Florida called Orlando Matters. I was just thinking to myself, oh, what, how appropriate, uh, disability matters, Orlando matters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what, what I do there is, is I do a half hour show on Saturday mornings that's all positive. It's all grassroots. It's it's all nonprofit. It's all folks making a difference to improve lives here in Central Florida. And very often, I'll try to have um, disability groups on there to try to raise the awareness about those issues among the public. Well, you know, I guess that when you're doing this, you know, you, it's just like any job. There are many jobs people have where they have to really sometimes deal with sad things, but you yeah. somehow have to be able to keep. Keep on going on no matter what happens. You know, you try to separate it. You do try to separate it as a professional, much like a police officer or perhaps a paramedic who has to pick up a person who's been shot a few times or whatever might be going on. You try to separate it. But I can recall a couple times in my career in the last few years where the events that were happening were so heavy and so weighted that I that I was definitely touched by them. I'll give you two quick ones. The first one would have been September 11th. I remember I was anchoring the news for the CBS affiliate in uh, Saginaw, Flint, Michigan, a couple hours north of Detroit. I was supposed to go to a conference that day, and I was literally packing my bags to drive to a conference when when the planes went into the uh, Twin Towers. Of course, at that time, we didn't quite get it. We didn't quite, at that hour, at 9.16 when that was happening, we didn't quite get the significance of it. But I can remember as the week unfolded, perhaps it was on a Thursday or a Friday when they had the national memorial service in that beautiful cathedral in Washington. And I remember that we were signing off the end of that broadcast, and we took folks live and left them with those images. At that point, it was a good thing that we were done because I, I was just about to lose it. I had, you know, the, the emotions of the week had finally caught up with me, and I wasn't able to separate um, the, the size of this national tragedy from what I was paid to do. And, and um, I remember... Uh, that I walked off the set and, you know, basically just went and cried for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, the other time w- would have been on uh, February 1st, 2003. Um, every now and then this job gives you a unique front row seat to view a piece of history. This was not a good one. Um, I was over at Kennedy Space Center on uh, February 1st, 2003 for a routine landing of the space shuttle. Um my instructions were to go babysit the landing and make sure nothing goes wrong and perhaps get a quick interview with the um, the Israeli astronaut that was on board Columbia. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, I, I was one of the first people in America to realize what had happened with the shuttle. Oh. So that was, um, I was standing right next to runway 33 when that happened. Oh, and, my goodness. And it was... To this day, I can still see the images of 
the moment of realization when everyone realized what was really happening. So you, you do try to separate it, and I can feel myself getting a little emotional right now as I think back on those two things because you try to block them out, but they're still there somewhere, you know. Yeah. You think about them, they're there. Oh, yeah. and I mean, wow. Talk about something that I'm unfortunately terrible that you'll never forget. But yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, that that's is amazing. Sure. Well, yeah. you know, with enabledonline.com, have you so far seen, in your opinion, success stories from 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 the website? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're so blessed to have this site and, and to have stuck with it um, despite some, some tough times over the last five years. Memorial Day will be our fifth anniversary for the website. Um, you know, we've got this section called Real Lives, which is sort of an inspirational section about people who have overcome their, their uh, challenges to have great success and help others. There's a the site has a section on accessibility, the ADA and assistive technology. Uh, there's stories on health and recreation, stories for teens and kids with disabilities, advice for parents and caregivers, and editorials on the disability rights movement. But I can tell you that we've had people from all around the world send us stories. I'd like to tell you one quick story about the first time I got a story from overseas and how it touched me, uh, there was a woman by the name of Cheryl Deers who was a special education teacher in Australia. And the site had not been up more than maybe two months when one Saturday morning I got this email from a woman in Australia sending me a story about her special education class and a photo of her. And it occurred to me for the first time how much power there is on the Internet and how this site could make a difference around the world. And we posted that story, and it's in the archive somewhere. Um, and she's written several stories for us over the last five years. But here's a woman that I've never met, but yet we have this remarkable connection uh, across several oceans uh, in the ability to share information with others. And that's what the site is. It's a place for connecting people with disabilities, helping them to help themselves find resources online. Maybe it's a, a story to uplift them. Maybe it's a, something on the links page that's a useful disability resource. Maybe it's a place to vent and uh, send an editorial when they want to try to affect change. But that's what we try to be on that site. It doesn't focus on any one particular uh, disability issue. It's as broad as we can get it. It's open to everyone. It's there for folks to send their news releases and opinions and sometimes people will send us a poem or just a thought on some health and recreation idea and it's just a site where folks can share ideas. And we think that the new book, Enabled in Words, is kind of the same thing but just in paper. You know, for someone who isn't going to be able to sit down in front of a computer, they can take the book with them. It's got some resources in there. It's got a wide variety of stories, mostly from folks around America but also around the world. Uh, it certainly has a large inspirational element to it but also, as we spoke about earlier, the, um, the, um, the political aspects of it, the future of the disability rights movement. Uh, and advice for parents and caregivers. So we're excited about the book. We'd like folks' feedback on it if they buy it. Um, I'd like to just mention really quickly that disability groups can actually use the book as a fundraising tool by uh, registering through the site, and then they can get money back every time that someone buys the book. Um, or if they're interested, they can actually buy that book in bulk and, and use it as a fundraising tool as well. But but we, we're so excited about the book. It's a... Uh, 
something a little bit different, the uh, real lives, real victories of people with disabilities. And um, Joyce, I'm certainly going to send you a copy, and I can't wait to hear what you say about it. (laughs) I look forward to receiving it. But again, if any of our listeners want to purchase the book, they go to enabledonline.com. That's correct, you yeah. You said there's a, an ad at the top on the first page? Yeah, there's a place in there where they can just go and buy it online. We're also going to be selling a version um, of the books right through the computer so that folks don't have to wait to get it in the mail. Um, the other thing I'd like to mention is that people are always welcome to send us stories and resources. In other words, if you're out there listening right now and you're like, well, I know of a great disability resource that I would like to share with some other folks. You can just email that to us, and we'll take a look at it, and the odds are pretty good that we'll put it up online. And if folks have a story or a poem or an editorial or a news release that they want to share, they can also email that to us. And that's very simple. It's just info at enabledonline.com. So it's just that common info at enabledonline.com email address. And, you know, um Keith, in your opinion, mm-hmm. why do you think it is important for people with disabilities who are listening to this show right mm-hmm. now to take time to go to the website? What do, you, what do you think it's going to do for them? Well, I think they'll find a lot of useful information there. I think that I think that there's more than 250 links on the resources page, so there's something there for everyone. Um, they might go to that resources page and say, hey, you don't have a link about this, and then in that way they'd be benefiting us because they could send us more links to share with other people. There there are powerful editorials on there about disability rights. There are stories about accessibility and transportation to buildings, um, concerns about the ADA and so on. So we think there's something for everyone, but more importantly, we just want to be a venue for them to share their stories. So don't be shy about sending them to us. All right. And with that, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back, again, talking to the president of EnabledOnline.com and the anchor for Fox 35 in Orlando, Florida, Keith Landry, someone who is trying to make a difference in this country. This is Joyce Bender, the voice of VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, 
but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. My name is Maxine Thompson, and I am America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. In today's world, it's hard to find the truth with anything. Is there such a thing as the truth? Where and how can I find it? Will someone just give it to me straight? Tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific with Mario Verdad, an exciting new show that will give it to you straight every time and tackle the truth behind everything from political issues and crime to vocational and career counseling. So log on and tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. And we are talking to Keith Landry, the president of EnabledOnline.com, anchorman for Fox 35 in Orlando, Florida. And, Keith, we had been talking about the book, before, is there going to be a book signing? Yeah, we're really excited because, uh, as we said, we just got the book back from the printers about 10 days ago, and June 4th, we're going to have book signings in Florida and California at the same time. We're very, very excited about this. The Abilities Expo in Anaheim, California. Uh, we'll have uh, five or six of the writers in the book out there with uh my business partner, Sarah Lopez, uh, she'll be out in California doing the book signing on June 4th at 11, p- 11 a.m. Pacific Time. And then at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, I'll be at the Family Cafe uh, Conference in Orlando, which is a big annual conference by a grassroots group here in Orlando, actually in Tallahassee, that set up um, a disability advocacy group for parents who have children with special needs here in Florida. And I love their story because uh, this is this was started by three people. They were two moms, each with a child with disabilities, who were looking around the state of Florida and realized, hey, there aren't really any services for parents like us. So we're going to take this bull by the horns and we're going to start this group and we're going to get this done. And as their group has evolved over the last seven years, the governor now holds his annual Disability Summit, where he gives an update on the status of disability issues in Florida. He holds that at their annual Family Cafe Conference in Orlando every year. So it's going to be a lot of lot of fun. We'll have the book signing with uh, seven or eight of the writers in Orlando and five or six of the writers out in California uh, on the same day. We, if folks are going to be at either one of those conferences, we invite you to come on by and say hi, and, and some of our writers will sign a book for you. It should be a lot of fun. That is tremendous. That is. <laughs> it's I, I fun just... because Joyce, it's it's a grassroots effort. The whole thing's been a grassroots effort for five years, and and to finally uh, have some fun with this, you know, it, it's just going to be so exciting for us to to take our book that we're so happy with and just offer it to regular folks and see what they think about it and just kind of enjoy some of the buzz. We're we're really looking forward to it. Well, and you know, so many of our listeners and just people I know from the work I do for the Epilepsy Foundation and mm-hmm. for my own two companies, BCS and BCS of Canada. Right. So many people tell me that, you know, they want to have one of 
they've written things and they want to figure out where they could send it. And, sure. And now we know where they can send Absolutely. it. Absolutely. They can send it to uh, your website. And, That's you right. Know, that, that is the greatest thing that here's a way that you can go to one site and get information on all issues. Right. From articles people have written to disability rights information. Right, and I we're know. still, and Joyce, we're still a, we're still a work in progress, you might say. Our goals for the future would include doing more stuff about faith, more stuff about families, and what I think is most important, we need to do more stuff on mental health issues in America because this is one of the things that people don't want to talk about. They want to sweep it aside. They want to turn their heads. They want to let it be someone else's issue to deal with. So there's some uh, great grassroots groups across America who are doing great work on mental health issues. Some folks up in New York, there are publications on schizophrenia, uh, depression, bipolar, and a wide variety of other things. But most of these groups are still at the grassroots level, and they're not getting the recognition that they really need to take it to a national level. So we want to try to make this issue of mental health something that we put front and center here in America. You remember that Tipper Gore caused quite a stir when she actually had the courage to talk about it mm-hmm. a few years ago. Oh, yes, and I, I will tell you that Andy Imperato, who you have as one of the uh, people in your book and on right. your website, has done so much work trying to help people with psychiatric disabilities. Right. And it's a fact that people with psychiatric disabilities have such a hard time gaining employment. It right. Is, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. And, and, and Lori Ahern was on my radio show, and mm-hmm. she talked about how, you know, she was a reporter for the Boston Globe. She did all of this work, but, of course, they didn't know at that time she had schizophrenia, and now mm-hmm. she's gone on to become this great civil rights leader, and, you know, she's doing work all across the world for people mm-hmm. with psychiatric disabilities, but we have so far to go. Tremendous, tremendous, and it's all about public awareness, just like we were talking about in the first half hour of the show. Um, there's this issue of fear when people don't understand something and misperceptions, and, you know, really we need to give folks a chance to, to shine. And, you know, you were talking about employment for people with disabilities. I see that as just a, an attempt to level the playing field, you know. Folks just want an equal opportunity to work and, and to uh, to improve their lives, and, you know, as a society, we need to make the decision and the commitment that says we are going to not give you special rights per se, but we're going to level the playing field for you so that you can enjoy the American dream like everyone else does. That's right. That is everything I believe in. Right. No pity, no pity, just an equal opportunity. Right, and that's because not asking too much. Americans with disabilities, they do not want pity. Pity is like racism. It just leads to unemployment because, mm-hmm. as I always tell people, when you pity someone, you're saying you're inferior. Right. And, you know, that's not what we want. So, you know, hopefully with all these issues you're working on, we can keep getting the word out. But I right. did want to ask you, uh, Keith, you have many volunteers on your board. I noticed when I read your website. <laughs> yeah. How did you get so many volunteers? Well, it was easy. I mean, because people people see what what we're doing, what we're trying to accomplish, and then they want to be a part of it. Um, 
people know that we need to work together to raise awareness, to make a difference, and to get the word out on a variety of issues. And, and they, people do want to get involved, you know. I mean, that's the good thing about people I've found uh, in the last 15 years of doing TV news and the last five years of working on this. We've got remarkable people all across America who will go the extra mile to make a difference, who will volunteer if you let them know that the volunteer opportunities are out there, who do want to make a difference. So we, all we're doing is we're establishing a place online where folks can contribute and share ideas and perspectives and resources, and the, the people are doing the rest of it. I mean, we've had maybe 500, 600 people over the last five years send us stories and links. We're just a little, basically just a funnel to funnel the information out, but the people out there doing the grassroots work who are making the difference. Well, you know what? It is amazing how many great people there are out there. But if you don't have a way of getting the word out to them, mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to help. Yeah. So that's why I think this is so important, what you're doing. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, we're honored that you were kind enough to have us on the show today. Well, you know what? We received many requests. But I have to tell you that when I went to your website, I was really impressed because I could tell you really get it just by the people you had right on the front page with all those articles. So uh, I'm really happy that we, we did do this. But, boy, Keith, you've accomplished so many things here in your life. What, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment? I don't know. I, <laughs> I hadn't given that any thought. I think that um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure about that one. That's a trick question. You you stumped me. (laughs) Well, I think that's because you're modest, but I can tell you what I think one of them is. This website. I appreciate that. You started from nothing, and here you are celebrating your five-year anniversary this Memorial Day. And just so I make sure you understand listeners, since it is their 50th anniversary, make sure you have time. And make time to go to enabledonline.com. You won't be disappointed, I'll tell you right now. You're going to see many of the people who you have heard on this radio show right on the front page. But many great civil rights leaders, plus just tons of information, enabledonline.com. So do you, have you thought of what you're going to do for your 50th anniversary? Um, well, we'll probably have a few new stories on there and uh, you know just just try, really the fifth anniversary we'll be celebrating the arrival of the book i mean you know this this is the most exciting aspect of the work we've been doing enabled in words to to have all those folks in the same book by the way we've got a uh, uh, ms wheelchair uh, america 2005 juliet rizzo who's been doing some great advocacy this year all across America, uh, including being the spokesperson for National Women's Health Week a couple weeks ago. Uh, She's got a story in there, too. So we're just excited about the future and and what we can do in the next five years, working together, uh, trying to raise the awareness to let folks know we're there for them to share resources. So that's about it. Before we go here, do you have a message for our listeners today? Yeah. I'd like them to make a commitment to making a difference, to raising public awareness about disability issues, about the proper use of language, about educating business owners that accessibility and public transportation are important, that uh, adaptable housing, adaptive housing is important, 
that this is a strong group of folks with a bright future that we need to pay attention to in America. Well, you know what? We end every show with a quote, and it certainly fits what you just said. Because our quote today is from Yoshiko Dart, who says, You have the power, therefore the responsibility. Live the dream. And that's what Keith's talking about. Keith Landry, president of EnabledOnline.com. Make sure you go to that website. Keith, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Joyce. And happy 5th anniversary. This is Joyce Bender, the voice of VoiceAmerica.com. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.